All right, guys, welcome to the second half of today's MBO Daily Podcast. It is Monday, March 13th, 2023. Glad you guys are with us. And uh, yeah, the daylight saving time changed the time a little bit today. So <laughs> people might be turning in right now, Marcel, thinking this is the first show. It's actually the second. So yeah, that's what happens when they, they uh, change the, to- the clocks. They're actually thinking about like getting rid of it completely and just you know, not having it in, in, uh, in North America anymore. And I hope they do because to me, it's, it's really annoying. And again, Marcel, I told you like, the clock of your phone will change, but in your car, it doesn't change automatically, right? So there was an issue earlier. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, Marcel, looking forward to talking about this card with you, my friend. Let's just get some comments really fast. Um, <coughs> this is funny. Glenn says, Hardy's fights first off, so Dan can avoid seeing Dan. <laughs> I'm sure, I want to see if they fight, see each other backstage, because the last time Dan Hardy was at UFC was that Fight Island thing. And then remember I posted that article on BJ Penn back in the day, and I got shit from Dan Hardy, yeah. and then... We talked about it. He's cool with it. But yeah, it was one of the, I didn't even report it. It was Dave Meltzer. And here's the thing. Like I told you at the time, this is two years ago or so. Like I really wish that didn't happen the way it did, but it ended up being true. So he's not, you know, really welcomed by the UFC. <laughs> we got our boy Patrick. What's going on? He's, yeah. Kaikara fans is fighting Amir Al-Bazi, right? That's official. Is that correct? Yeah, it's done. Okay. Is this, is this official? Iliar Mosfer? Is that? No idea. I, I mean, that. that was supposed to happen, wasn't it? I think it was. Wasn't mm-hmm. that a fight a few months ago? Yeah. Yeah, a year ago, actually. It was yeah, supposed yeah, to happen yeah, yeah. on UFC 270, I think. Yep. <clears throat> this guy thinks the odds are off the Marcedo. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's just uh, Veronica Hardy now. They've changed it. They've yeah. changed it, on, right? It's official now. So, nice. man, we knew this a few months ago. We got our boy Sinister here. He's talking about Usman. We'll talk about him in a few minutes, too. Antoine, man, this is a good card, dude. It's a good fucking card. Uh, Y'all are some superheroes, though. Much love the MMA world. Would be good it is without y'all. Appreciate it, my friend. Really do. You got Dear Dancer. He likes this parlay. We'll talk about that. Uh, let's get into it, Marcel. Why even waste time? Let's just get into this uh, podcast, guys. So let's talk about UFC 286. I always ask you this, Marcel, your overall thoughts on the card, because to me, this is a really fucking good card. What do you think? I think it's all right. You know, uh, right? I, wasn't, okay. I wasn't too pumped about it, to be really honest, you know, before. But uh, I, I look at the card. I think it's okay card, you know. Yeah. But if you compare it to UFC 285, I think it's not that that special, yeah. you know. I think it's typically, um, uh, how do you say, targeted to the European audience, you yeah. know. And uh, it's, a, it's a good card, but I wouldn't say, like, it's amazing, you know. I think it's a good card. We talked about I think the last... it's, it's, can I say it's top heavy? Yeah, it's fair. I think it's totally fair because the top two fights are what you're paying to see. Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, D- uh, Davy Grant. He 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 was asked like, why like why yeah. are you fighting this card? And he's like, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't fought in England in like seven years now. I don't really get it. He's like one of their best fighters. It doesn't really make sense to me. But next time they go, maybe in the fall, he'll get in that card. Um, all right, let's start off with the first fight, Marcel. We have Veronica Hardy taking on Juliana the Killer Miller, Ultimate Fighter winner. Odds for this one, guys. Let's pull him up here. We got Veron- uh, well, Julian Miller is a big favorite here. Minus 500, plus 360 on Veronica Hardy. Uh, open at minus 200. So huge steam coming in, obviously, on Julian Miller. And I'll start this one off, Marcel. You know, I like her. I mean, I talked about her off, off the Ultimate Fire I watched that season last year. I do watch Ultimate Fire. I, I, I don't mind it. I, I don't really watch most of the stuff in the house, but I skip to the fights. I always watch the fights. Um, I really like this girl, man. I talked about her. Like she just she's got that it factor for me, and she's like kind of nuts in a good way. Like, and that's what you need in MMA. She's kind of crazy, dude. I think a lot of people know that now. Like she's a bit crazy, and I like it though about her. You know, she had a tough you know upbringing coming up, and she, she I think she really feeds off that. Um, she looked phenomenal in her debut. You know, getting that third round finish that's huge. Um, showed you know obviously the the grappling is is strong, the uh, the cardio is strong, um, the ability to finish fight is strong. Um, that was really impressive to me. Veronica Hardy, you know, one in four in the UFC. She hasn't fought in three years. Um, she's really not looked great in the UFC. She had the one win over Pollyanna Vienna, which probably is keeping her on the roster because it was a submission win. Other than that, Marcel really hasn't looked that good in the UFC, in my opinion. You know, like not not anything, spe- anything special. Um, I'm not impressed by her game, really. Like, uh, I can't pick her here. I mean, the odds are pretty wide, though. I'll say that. I mean, open to minus 200. It's a minus 500 now. So it's definitely wide, but I'm not picking against my girl, Juliana Miller. You know, I really like her. Maybe the way to bet it is to get her by finish. Like, maybe that would be the way to do it. Take her inside the distance because that's plus 110. Um, It's actually favored to end by decision, which I don't agree with. I think she probably gets the finish in this fight, if anything. And she is my 500 favorite, which shows that she should dominate the fight. I just can't pick Veronica Hardy. I can't do it more. So I saw some people joking around that like 
Dan Hardy's going to do her tape study and, you know, she'll be well, you know, prepared for the opponent, maybe, but I just can't pick her more. So she does have more experience in the UFC, but three-year layoff, I can't pick her. Julianne Miller by stoppage. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when this fight got announced, I had my thoughts about it also already, you know. I mean, Veronica Macedo was pretty much, uh, she she was, uh, what do you say, she was retired, remember? I think she followed that last card right before COVID, right? On the Brazilian she did, card. she actually did. Good call. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, Miller looked pretty pretty good so far, you know, but she's still young, so it's mm -hmm. very hard to to measure really what, she, what she's going to do, but I see a lot of upside for her, you know, and for Macedo, not really. Um, yeah, I'm picking Miller as well here. Do I see her get a finish? Maybe. I definitely think she controls her. Um, maybe a late finish, if not a clear decision. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely on Miller here as well. It would be crazy to to not, I think, you know. Yeah, I think she finishes her on the ground. Uh, Ashley Evans-Smith finished her with ground and pound with elbows. I think that could end similarly. Um, that was in her debut. Yeah, I mean, listen, she got more experience and everything, but I just I can't pick her more. So I just haven't been a prospire. And it'll be interesting though if she does win. <laughs> Dan Hardy's going to be jumping up and down outside the cage. You know, by the way, good for Dan. I mean, she's twenty seven. He's in his forties, so good for him, man. Yeah, but Dan is half reptile, so you know. that's true. Actually, yeah, they age differently. A um, couple comments here. <laughs> I like Miller's mindset. That's what Knox is saying. Reigns be seen. She's still as good as she claims. Her and she only has five fights, right? Has to be an upside trainer with Dan, probably. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's and you've got ton, you talk about like MMA mind. I mean, Dan Hardy's right there, right? So, saw so Miller fight Santos, so I wasn't impressed, really. I mean, really, Marcus. I mean, I think she looked great in that fight, dude. I mean, I'm not sure what else you could have wanted. She has five fights and she got a finish in her debut. I think she won a bonus, right? Didn't she? No, she didn't get a bonus, but she finished the fight with like a minute left and she was gonna win a decision. So, I mean, that's she yeah, she finished a way more experience. Broken, uh, broken walker. Yeah, broken walker. Yeah, broken she's not a bad walker. fighter, actually. And she's, we'll talk, I think she's fighting pretty soon. All right, no, uh, I think the fight, that, that fight is taken down by you, by, by the UFC. Oh. I don't know why. I, I don't oh. know if it's still on. Okay. No it's supposed to be next week. So, Claude, you guys confident in yawn this past weekend proves how difficult to pick winners. It is. It's hard, mm, man, it is. you know. Um, you know, yawn was a big favorite, too. I think he was like, I want to say he was minus 300 at close. Maybe double check it. It's not like we were the only ones we thought he'd win. Uh, yeah, he closed at minus 275. I mean, he was supposed to win that fight, you know, and he didn't. So it's tough. And I mean, again, you know, we did pick a couple underdogs like uh, Roman or not Roman, Volkov, excuse me. So I mean, it's very rare to get all fights right, you know. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. I've only, like, I've been picking fights for like 12 or 13 years. I've only got all 12 right twice, I think, like in the whole yeah, time. Yeah, something like that. Huh. It's hard, you know, there's no doubt about it. Like, there was like one or two times where I got them all right, which is nice because. Especially if you parlay them all and you get them all right, but it's hard. All right, uh, let's go to the next fight here. We got um, Jai Herbert taking on Ludovic Klein. Fun fight here, Marcel, in the lightweight division. Mm -hmm. I think this could be a fight of the night, but it's so early in the card that I doubt it will win it. But I think it's a great fight. Um, yeah, Dana's still stuck in traffic then. Yeah, he's not going to be watching it probably. Uh, Ludovic Klein, according to best fight odds, it's Rudovic Klein. I don't know why they fucking screw up these guys' names so much now. <laughs> So stupid. I think they had Rukas Bredsky last year or last week. Rukas. <laughs> How could they screw these names up like this? This is so stupid. Anyways, Ludovic Klein. They, they had a report uh, on on DraftKings that Carlson Harris Gooden was off because per per, per, Mas, per I was like, I haven't I haven't said that. I said the fight is on, but he missed weight. That's oh, what they had I said. The, and the DFS thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Klein minus 165, Herbert plus 135. I'll start this one too, Marcel. You know, like, I think this is a banger. I'll, I'll say that. I think, you know, someone That's probably gets said. finished in this fight. I know that they, these guys have been going the distance a little bit lately, but just the way they match up, Marcel, I feel like someone's going to get knocked out. And I feel like we've seen Herbert's chin get cracked a couple of times now. I can't really trust him here, Marcel. I think Klein is, you know, he, he is the shorter guy. He's got a reach and height disadvantage, but I still think he can land a, a bomb here. A big kick. He's a lot younger too, though, which is an advantage for him. But I just think he's the better striker, man. I've been a little bit more impressed. I know Herbert's obviously from England, and he'll have the fans rooting for him. Um, but I gotta go with, with Ludovic Kleinmar, so I think he can finish him. I really do think he can catch him and knock him out. So that's my pick here. What do you think? Yeah, I'm also on Ludovic. I think Ludovic had one really bad fight in the UFC, and it was that Nate Lampware fight where I was a huge favorite, pretty much, and everybody was sure he's gonna win that, and we were too, and then he lost. Um, yeah, I'm also picking Ludovic here. I think he is uh, 
he looked good, man, against Mason Jones. I mean, I think uh, may, many people were on Mason Jones. I think we were as well back then. But he looked so good in that fight. And oh. I, I really I really got my confidence back in Ludovic after mm -hmm. that fight. And uh, I think he wins here as well. If he doesn't finish, he gets a decision. But yep. uh, I think he finishes as well. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right. Um, you see what Nock's saying? Exactly. Yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were saying Dresky. We talked on the last show. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, Ludovic's <laughs> underrated. I think he's good. He's a good fighter. He's yeah. not lost to Nate Lambert, which kind of like made people kind of uh, down on him. But Nate Lambert's actually pretty good too. Mm -hmm. All right, a little next right here. We got Joanne Wood coming back to the octagon against Luana Carolina. Odds for this one, Marcel. Uh, oops, put the wrong page open here. Apologies for that. Uh, odds for this one. Joanne Wood minus 185, Carolina plus 150. Again, best fight odds is the order will screwed up to you. Although in this case, like they did move the fight down, so I get it. Um, so yeah, what is favorite here? What do you think? You think she wins or you think Carolina pulls off the upset? <sighs> this is like yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's can't go both both ways, dude. Yeah. Joanne Wood, she was pretty much out of it, you know. She took it, she took some time off. She comes back now. She fights Luana Carolina, was probably still laying there from a year ago uh, after she lost to Molly McCann. I don't know why they give her again the fight in London. I have no idea, but uh, there she is again. Um, she will have a chip on her shoulder, dude. She wants to have. She wants to write wrong, wrong right, or whatever you're gonna say it. Um, huh? I don't know, dude. Uh, uh, I I agree with Knox. If Wood loses this one, she should probably retire. You know. And the thing is, like, I think if Luana loses, she gets cut, and I think if Wood loses, she retires. So. <laughs> that's a really weird fight, dude. I I would have to go with Wood here. Because I think overall she's a better fighter, but I'm not sure, man. I'm, I'm taking a split decision for Wood here. Yeah, you would. Okay. Um, I would, yeah. This fight's close. I mean, I think uh, I really think either way. It's just tough because, you know, Joanne's looked terrible, but like you look back at who she lost to, it was Grasso and, and Santos. And they're both amazing fighters, right? And then yeah. Murphy fight was pretty close. So I don't know like, how much of a decline she really is on. I mean, she did retire for a bit, now she just came back. But, like, those losses don't look so bad in hindsight. Like, they don't look bad at all, to be honest with you. Um, the way she got finished, how quickly it was bad, but the opponents she lost to were the champion and one of the top two or three contenders. So, not so bad. And then Carolina, she's kind of had a weird career, too, right? Like, I think she's been the underdog in almost all of her fights, and she's pulled off a few upsets, like the good Cadenas fight, Batello. Um, don't, don't you think Luana Carolina looks like Jada Pinkett with, with kinda, her? Kind of, yeah, with yeah. dreads. <laughs> kind of, yeah. This one's tough, man. I I know Woods kind of fighting, you know, in front of parties and crowd here. They'll be probably cheering for her. But, you know, despite losing to, like, really good fighters, more so I just can't pick her here. I, I just – I can't pick Wood right now. I have to fade her. Carolina's – I know she's not great, guys, but, you know, she is a lot younger. She is a lot longer, too, which helps. And despite coming off that brutal knockout loss <laughs> – I mean, she got knocked up so bad by Molly, man. It's just hard. To, I, Marcel, do I have to pick this fight? Like, fuck. <laughs> I, I, I have to laugh about the comment, by the way. Not that, that she got Oh, okay, up. okay. J.D. Pickett. No, 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 <laughs> That's what Pickett. I was saying. Will Smith's wife. Uh, or, yeah. Uh, okay, Carolina by decision. That's my pick, but uh, I don't feel good about it. You <laughs> isn't that good. Only wins is Luby, which Luby to the short notice. Yeah, she's not great, but I think she could win this fight. It's going to be striker versus striker. I think she'll match up decently well, but maybe won't know. By the way, this is—he's not wrong about this either. Um, the Jared Gooden thing, DC had no idea how much weight he missed by. Like that, you have one job, DC. Like do your job. We, you know, we during the fight last week or so. What uh, seems to be one foot retirement. That's what I'm thinking. Gorilla. I kind of feel like Luana can win a decision, but again, it's it's a close one. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got Jake Hadley taking on Canadian Malcolm Gordon. Uh, Jake is the favorite here. Jake Hadley minus three seventy-five. Malcolm Gordon plus two ninety. Who's your pick, and what do you think of the odds? Jake Hadley's a pretty big favorite here. What do you think? I understand it, you know, but at the same time, I think Malcolm Gordon did pretty well against Mokayev, you know, last time out. Yeah. Uh, but he got finished. Uh, Jake Hadley, I remember him coming in, coming in the UFC, you know, he had a really big upside, you know, then he lost to Alan Nascimento. He got completely pretty much dominated, you know, by a bit, much bigger fighter. But uh, he, he didn't have anything for him. And I think he, he looked pretty well against Carlos Candelario, finished him with a triangle choke the way uh, I expected, honestly, that he would finish him. Um, Malcolm Gordon, it's difficult to say. You know, he got two wins in the UFC out of, uh, out of five fights. 
Uh, like I said, he did pretty well against Mokayev, but he got finished. And uh, he lost in the uh, in the first round in his first two uh, fights in the UFC. Got win over Figueredo and that uh, nasty uh, arm, uh, broken arm against Bandar, I think, where he mm-hmm. pretty much slammed him or whatever. Um, thinking Hatley here, dude. I think I think Hatley should win. Um, I, th- I honestly agree with Huani, man. They should have done Hatley, Makayev, and Gordon Filio. Um, I think Hatley wins probably with a finish. I think he, I take him with the submission in the second round. I think. Okay, um, I'm picking him too. I can't pick Malcolm Gordon, man. Even though obviously he's Canadian, should pick him because I'm biased. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. Um, I he did. He, you know, he did better than I thought against McKay. Everything ended up getting submitted anyways at the end. But he did better in that fight than I thought. I just think Jake Hadley. You know, he looked great in his last fight, man. He really did. I thought he looked phenomenal. Um, and I kind of feel like this fight goes like that, to be honest with you, Marcel. I think he finishes Malcolm Gordon. Malcolm is, uh, you know, he can be a good wrestler at times, but he can get his back taken, he can get his neck taken, um, he can get knocked. His chin is not very good either. Could be a fight where Hadley even gets a knockout, potentially. Uh, I just can't pick Malcolm Gordon. You know, the odds are heavy, but I'm picking Jake Hadley here, and I think he stops him. So, actually, I want to know what Hadley by stoppage is. Hadley inside distance. Oh, it's minus two seventy. I guess everyone thinks he's going to finish the fight, which I think so too. Hadley by decision is plus three seventy five. Wow. Well, if you think that Gordon could somehow survive three rounds, that's good odds, but I don't think he can. So, um, a couple comments here. Should have done Hadley, McCabe, and Gordon Filo. Yeah, they could. I don't, I don't disagree but, with that. Though. But uh, they want to keep those guys in separate tracks. Gordon lot to Abazi. He did. That submitted. Malcolm Gordon probably would have submitted Makayev and had 10 more seconds in the round two. It's possible. Imagine he did, Marcus, and then the odds would be very much different um, in this fight. All right, go to the next one here. We got uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. We got the middleweights coming up here, Marcel. There's two Chris Duncans on the card. This one's Christian Duncan. <laughs> and we got let's go to Dorbich. <sighs> Christian Duncan is favored here. Minus uh, where is the Christian Duncan? Oh gosh, this okay, minus two ten. And Dusko Todorovic plus one sixty five. They spelled his name wrong on Best Fight Odds too. Durko Todorover. You guys gotta see this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How can they spell it like this? This is terrible. Durko Todorover. <laughs> Anyways. Um now best fight odds, yeah. I, I still like the site, but it's kind of gone the quality gone downhill. Anyways, uh I'll start this one, Marcel. I mean, Duncan is a guy I've been you know following for a while now, Cage Warriors champion. <laughs> Undefeated, tons of knockout power. You know, decent wrestling, not great, but decent. As long as he keeps his fight standing, he wins. I mean, Dusko, his chin is not very good. He keeps his chin high in the air. Good wrestler, obviously. If he gets the fight to the ground, we've seen him finish the fight before. But uh, yeah, man, I, I think it's a bad fight for Dusko. I think that he's going to get knocked out here, Marcel. I, I feel pretty good about Christian Duncan in this fight. I think he knocks him out. That's my pick. Christian Duncan might knock out first round. First, first of all, we're going to see an absolute threat uh, because Stefan Struve is going to do the interviews for Eurosport this week in London. And yep. he's going to get an interview with Dusko Todorovic's little brother. So looking forward to that. Um, Christian Leroy Duncan is really good, man. I saw him in Cage yep. Warriors many times. Um, he's really fucking solid. And he got some crazy Nagapara, some crazy wins, you know, uh, over there. Um, um, I want to say Malcolm Gordon. Dusko Todorovic. Um, yeah, he won against Jordan Wright, but he hasn't been really impressive in the UFC, gotta say, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Christian Leroy Duncan here. I also think he gets the job done. I, I'm taking him in the second round knockout, probably. Yeah, I think he knocks him out too, man. So we're on the same page in this one. All right, let's go to the next fight here. This one's booked on short notice. We got Leon Murphy returning the octagon against UFC newcomer Gabriel Santos, who's I believe the LFA champion, Marcel. Yeah, right? he is. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Um, but, you know, tough circumstances here, short notice. Leon Murphy is a favorite in this fight. He is minus. Uh, where is this? Oh, my God. They don't make this easy on best fighters right now. Minus 160 and plus 140 on Gabriel Santos. What do you think? Yeah, man, short notice fight. You know, uh, Gabriel Santos did look really good, man, what I saw from him in, L- in LFA. You know, he got that win over Barbosa and Delano. Definitely the Barbosa win is a really good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also went over Elvis Brenner, who recently got that win over Zubaira Tuhukov, which was kind of, I don't really think he won the fight, but he got the win, so good for Elvis there. Um, Lerone Murphy, 
I really like Lerone Murphy, man. I, I feel like he got kind of lucky with the split decision of the split draw against uh, Tuhugov. I don't think that was a, draw, was a draw, but good. He looked good after that. He got a, a great win over Ricardo Ramos, you know, but that's been some time ago, you know. Yeah, so a, lo a lot of fights that got cancelled, you know. He got the win over Makwan Amerikani in 2021 uh, after, I think after a, a bad first round, but the second round, he knocked him out with a knee. Um... This is actually a difficult one, I think, dude. Uh, I think I think this might be a possibility for fight of the night either way as well. You know, this is a very very good fight. I have to go with Murphy here. I think he wins a decision, but uh, will be a competitive one, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. This is a fun fight. No, no, I agree with that completely. By the way, I just saw that the Volkanovski and Rodriguez are fighting at uh, UFC 290. Do you see that international yeah, fight week? It's confirmed. As far confirmed. as uh, awesome. where. Okay. I saw confirmed, Fox Sports Australia confirmed it. No, they did. They said they're looking at the possibilities. They oh. didn't say that it's done. Okay. Well, there we go. I guess I read that wrong. Let me check before I say something wrong. No, because I saw Cole's article. Oh, it says targeted. Okay. I yeah. guess it's not confirmed, but still, that's the plan. All right. We'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got uh, Mohammed Mohamed Makayev against Jafiel Filo. Or oh, sorry, I didn't give my pick in the last fight, did I? My, my apologies. <laughs> I've been giving my the pick first, and then I'd let Marcel talk. Yeah, you pick Murphy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with it too because again, the full camp, right? Like I have to. Mm -hmm. But I think Santos is good, man. I mean, he's going to win some fights in the UFC. Like, there's no doubt. I think he's got a chance here. There's no doubt in my mind he can have, he can win this fight. The guy's good. But uh, Murphy's looked solid in the UFC. He's got some power. He's you know, very dangerous guy, and I've got to pick him here. But I'm just saying, like. There are, there's going to be some upsets in the card. Maybe this is one we're kind of overlooking. I wouldn't say overlooking him, but we're kind of like, okay, short notice, but maybe he comes in there and pulls off the upset. It's possible. Definitely think it's possible. And I agree with Glenn, though, the the, uh, the short notice and the jet lag for sure. All right, we'll go to the next fight here now. Mohamed McKayev against Jafel Filo. And McKayev, biggest favorite in the card. Once again, minus 800, plus 550 on Filo. I mean, how can you how can you not pick McKayev, Marcel? Like, Really hasn't shown too many flaws in his game. Mm -hmm. He's good. I mean, he's obviously really good. Excuse me. Philo, you know, looked solid in his debut in the Contender Series, but, you know, this is a step up, obviously, and not many guys want to take this fight, and uh, for a good reason. I think Muhammad just takes him down and grinds him out. Maybe finishes him, but at least grinds him out for a decision, possibly gets the submission. What do you think? I'm also Mokayev, I think, a decision as well. Um, Jeff Ophilo isn't a bad father at all. You know, he yeah. got some good wins. Uh, got the win over Roy Bud Echeverria in the mm -hmm. Katana series. Got a win on his record over Venetia Salvador, who I'm really high on. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Makayev here as well. But Filio will give a good fight, I think. I think so too. And I'm looking at the odds right now plus 190 for a decision, you know, compared mm -hmm. to minus 170 for inside the distance. I think there could be some value, guys, on, on potentially him uh, winning a decision in this fight. So we'll see what happens there. All right, Marcel, we got the next fight here. This one's interesting to me. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on this fight because I feel like this one's one of the more interesting fights in the prelims. Sam Patterson taking on Yanel Ashmods, making his debut in the UFC here. Sam Patterson's a huge favorite. Um, I've got to be honest, Marcel, I'm surprised about these odds. Minus 275 and it's plus 225 dog who's undefeated. What's your thoughts on this guy? Give me your thoughts. I like Sam Patterson, you know, I think he's a good fighter, you know, at the same time, uh, Yanel Ashmos, I mean, he, he doesn't have a lot of fights on his record, but he's super solid, you know, so uh, I think it uh, should be a lot closer, in my opinion. Um, I'm still favoring Patterson here. I think he can get it done at home, uh, yeah. but we'll be super tough, dude. I'm picking him with a decision, not a finish, like many people do. I'm picking him with a decision. I didn't really know much about this guy, but I watched his tape on the weekend. Mm -hmm. I think he's pretty good. Like he's hash balls. I'm talking about. He's not bad at all. Like he doesn't have a lot of experience though, right? Only six fights. He looked pretty good to me though. Man. He's pretty tough. I mean, he's got some wrestling. He's got some power. Um, undefeated. You know, he's fought for PFL. Mm -hmm. um, fought for uh, Ring Combat, CFFC. His, his opposition has has actually a really good record if you look at it. <laughs> I think he's not bad. I'm. A, I don't really understand. Maybe I'm wrong about this one, but I feel like the like when I. I, I always try to like look, like guess what the odds would be and then look at the odds after just to kind of match up. And usually I'm pretty close. This one I was like really off on. I mean, I get it. He's a British guy and he had the contender series win, but like he didn't look flawless in that fight, Marcel. He got pieced up by the Venetia Sensi guy in the first round. And mm -hmm. I remember that fight good because I was looking at the live odds in between rounds. 
and he was like a big underdog, came back and won, right? But the opponent wasn't amazing. Um, I'm not saying this guy's amazing, but I think this guy's definitely win, um, definitely can win this fight. And here's the thing that Marcel, like, you know, why would the UFC sign him if they didn't think he was good? Why wouldn't they put him on contenders, right? Like they could have picked anyone to fight Sam Patterson. Why? Yeah. Why this guy? I think they like him too. I think they kind of want to see who's the better prospect here. So I think both guys have path to win. I think this fight doesn't go the three rounds. I think you said decision, Marcel. I kind of feel like this fight's getting finished, personally. You know, man, I'll take I'll take Ashbaugh's. I, I think he could finish him as a as an upset. Um, I just I don't know. I've got this vision in my mind of like the the fans just going quiet when they when their boy gets knocked out. That's what I think. And he's been knocked out before. You know, with Patterson. He's lost, right? So it's not like he's. Never lost before. Okay. Anyway, against, anyway, against the hard, guy. against the hard deep guy. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I don't even know who that guy is, to be honest with you. So he's, he, anyway, I think, yeah, yeah, he's Indian guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but um, he went hard deep. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that name is funny. I mean, listen, Patterson's got better, more experience. He's got a better record. I get it. I'm just saying, like, there's going to be a few upsets, and I feel like this is a guy that can can be beaten. So I'll take Ashmos. Go with the with the uh, the knockout. Why he's got a wall? I mean, didn't he fight PFL last year? I want to say, didn't he? He, he like didn't fall year, between right? 2017 and 2021. Yeah, that's a good question, Glenn. I mean, I'm assuming 2020 was because of COVID. Um, and he had 2009 a grappling match. Maybe he was focused on grappling. I have no idea. 2018, 2019. You wonder where he went. Well, let me check a look here. No tour. Okay, well, maybe he came. He just came to the states during that time because all his fights have been in the states. That's kind of what I'm guessing. And like he's the grappling. Maybe he's just making that uh, transition. Or I'd like to know. It's a good question for sure. But uh yeah, man, I think he's not bad. So I mean plus two twenty five, I definitely think he's got a shot to win the fight. So let's see. All right, uh let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Let's see here. All right, so this one you got <laughs> it's just so funny. Like you got two guys basically the same name on the card. This is Chris Duncan, Marcel against Omar Morales. Mm-hmm. Not Christian Duncan, Chris Duncan. Uh taking Omar Morales and the odds for this one, Omar Morales minus one twenty favorite, Chris Duncan. Plus 100. What do you think? This is the closest line on the card according to odds. What do you think? I'm going with Chris Duncan. You know, I know uh, Omar Morales. Uh, he's pretty solid, but he hasn't convinced me so far. Chris Duncan, listen, man, he got pieced up by Charlie Campbell on the Dana White Contender Series. And out of nowhere, he had the counter strike and he knocked him out. Um, but I like Duncan a lot, to be really honest, man. I, I saw him fight in Bellator before. I, I was always like, he's, he's a pretty decent guy, you know. Uh, I know he got knocked out by Vicheslav Borchev uh, in, the, in the contender series before, but he's overall he's a fun guy to watch, you know. But uh, he is he, he is kind of chinny sometimes, you know. Although still he went through the Charlie Campbell fight. That fight was <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that fight was fucking crazy. That was nuts, indeed. Um, indeed. I'm picking Duncan. I think he gets a, he gets the finish. I think he knocks uh, Omar Morales out. Marcel, I'm with you on this one too. Uh, it's another. He's a slight underdog, but he's an underdog nonetheless, and we have a consensus dog here, guys. Roof. Yeah, roof. I mean, here's the thing, Omar Morales. I, I get it. Like he, you know, he's got more experience in the UFC, right? And he is uh, probably the more technical striker, mo- most likely too. Also, I I think he's still at Kilclef FC, right? I think he's still there. Yeah, you know, I love those guys. But he's 37, Marcel. He's getting up there, and it's like he hasn't looked good at all. Got destroyed by Medic. Kiers washed him. Yeah, I mean, he, losing the Giga is not bad, but like he just to me hasn't been impressive at all lately. And you know, Chris Duncan, I get it. He, listen, he's got flaws in his game, man. His chin, like you said, is not great, and striking defense is bad, but he's got power. And I think that's all he needs in this fight, Marcel, to land a bomb. So even money, I, I mean, I'm taking a shot on him. Chris Duncan by knockout. What do you think of that knockout? Yeah, yeah, I have knockout as well. Yeah, Chris Duncan by knockout prop is plus two twenty-five. That's what I think happens here. So I'm with you. We have a, we have a consensus dog, Marcel. All right. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh, the last prelim here, Marcel Jack Shore taking on Macron and Mercani. Odds for this one: Jack Shore is a huge favorite, minus five fifty. Macron plus three eighty. Still got to say, Macron probably still has the best uh, topology picture, right? Like I, I, I think still hasn't changed <laughs> over the years. I remember when he came in the burst of the scene, man. He was like really popular, dude. He had some that went over Andy Ogle, I want to say, like seven yeah. second knockout. Remember that? Or eight seconds or whatever? That he was so a, impressive. You know, he had that Apple kind of thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. He had some good fights. Anyways, I mean, Marcel, I don't think we need to spend too much time in this fight. Jack Shore is going to win, right? Like, I even with the move up in weight, like, I mean, I think he wins because he actually can go 50 minutes. Unlike Mac One, Mac One's gas tank only lasts about five minutes, then he gasses out. Uh, 
You that occurs the question. You think he finishes him, or you think he goes to decision? Um, decision. I think he decisions him. Yeah, I'm with you though. I mean, Jack Shore wins, right? Like, there's no doubt, right? I don't see really how Mac. How does Mac one win? Submits him in the first round. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think so either. I mean, Jack Shore's never been submitted. He's got knocked out by Ricky Simone. Oh, sorry, he got submitted. No, submitted. Yeah. He got dropped and then he got submitted. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wrong. I don't know why I said that. He obviously got he got dropped first. It wasn't like he got, you know, taken down right away. But he got dropped. And and that's, that's a good opponent. But other than that, I mean, he hasn't lost. He's never lost. Mac one's <laughs> lost a lot. <laughs> We've seen him lose a lot. Can't pick Mac one. I'm, I'm almost surprised they even gave him another fight, Marcel. I guess it's a... Uh, the UFC trying to get this guy win his new weight class, I think, right? And he's always on the England cards, always. Jack Shore? Oh, Maquan. Oh, Maquan. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. He is. Actually, looking at it now, you're right. He is like on almost all of them. Only against Burgos, he didn't, I think. He's on even on Silva Bisping back in the day. Okay. Yeah, Jack Shore, I, I think he, he wins pretty easily. Uh, I'm not too concerned with the weight, uh, the, yeah, the weight class. I just don't think Maquan is an opponent he needs to worry about too much. Like, there's going to be other opponents that are bigger, stronger, heavier. I mean, he, listen, he, he might be a little bit smaller, but again, I just this fight, Glenn, like Macron's cardio is just so bad. He just he doesn't last very long in his fights. He gets so tired. That last fight with Jonathan Pierce was it the last fight. Like the way he he turtled up and gassed out was just bad. You know, he had some success early, right? He does even in the fight with Leon Murphy, same thing, right? First round, Marcel. Mm-hmm. He always looks good in the first round. That's the only worry here. But other than that, he's going to lose. So. Uh, Jack Shore by this probably by decision, maybe late stoppage, maybe, maybe. Um, can't count out Macron choking Shore in the first half of the first Shore of the way. I agree with, with Rui here. That's exactly what I think happens. All right, we'll go to the next fight, Marcel. Main card time, eh? All right, guys. Yeah, it's a big card, Marcel. I just realized it's 15 fights. I thought it was 14. It's actually 15. Although, <laughs> to be honest, probably something gets canceled during the week. Probably lose one fight. Hopefully, not, not uh, these main card fights. All right, Martin Vittori taking on Roma Delize. Tori minus 300, big favorite here. Mar- Roman Delize plus 240. What do you think? Marvin Vittori, big favorite. What do you think? He shouldn't be a big favorite, but I agree that he is the favorite. Um, yeah. The thing with Delize is, like, he got two very impressive wins against Darkus and against Haas, I think. And the Hermanson was very great as well in the second round, you know. But the first round, he lost to Hermanson, in my opinion, you know. But he got Hermanson in a really weird uh, kind of cow slice of thing, and Hermanson couldn't go away in TKO. Um, do, uh, Vittori, Vittori loses pretty much to everybody above him, you know. But it's only decisions, you know. He lost a decision to Whitaker, he lost two decisions to Adesanya, you know, and he doesn't really get finished. Um, so I think that he has to watch out in the first round for the leads probably, but I think Vittori gets it done with a decision. That's what I think. Yeah, I think he wins two by decision. That, that's the same pick I have. That, that's my prediction. Uh, Delizze's, he's look good, man. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it, but I don't know. I mean, I still think, like, Vittori is so much better than some... Like, listen, being being Hermanson was pretty impressive. Like, if you just be Haas and Dawkins, I wouldn't even think twice about this one, but, like, Hermanson, I, I do think is a really good fighter, and that was impressive as hell. But, you know, Vittori is super tough. I don't think he's ever been finished, if I'm not mistaken, and... At least on the USB, right? He's never been. I don't. I don't think he was before, right? Let me double check if, if he wasn't a Venator. I'm not sure. I don't think he was. Not Bellator Venator. Uh, no, tough. never lost. He's only lost by decision. So he's super durable, super tough. I know he hasn't looked great lately. I do think he's kind of maybe on decline now because of all the damage he's taken in some of these fights, like the like the Hermanson fight he had, and then obviously like the the Costa fight was a fucking war too because he just didn't look the same against Whitaker. But again, it's Robert Whitaker. It's Israel Adesanya he's losing to, right? Like these are good fighters. I just think he's, you know, until he shows that, like, chin is broken, I can't pick against him here. I think he survives a tough first round. Marcel wins a decision. That's what I think happens here. So, um, the Tory by decision is my pick. Actually, what are the odds on that? Because we have the same pick there. Tory by decision, plus one, minus 135. I don't love that minus money. But I do think he he, uh, he wins the fight by decision. Surprise, Vittori and Delize is one of the main cards. I mean, something's got to open it, right? Sorry, my decision lock. Ugh, I hate that word, but I do think that's what happens. All right, go to the next fight, Marcel. Casey O'Neill, right? Kicking on Jennifer Maya in this fight. Uh, odds for this one Casey O'Neill is a favorite. Minus, uh, what is it? Minus 185, plus 150 on Maya. What do you think? 
I think it's a super close fight, man. And many people think Casey O'Neill will walk through her, but I, that, I don't think that's that's going to happen. I think Casey O'Neill is super talented. She's still young. I don't share her in the same category as a Blanchfield, for example. I think she's not there. But um, she uh, her last fight was against uh, Mother Fabry, remember? She won a split decision. Should have been unanimous, in my opinion, but still she won. Uh, it's actually her only really high-ranked opponent or really named opponent in, in, in that category. She she beat Shanna Dobson and I think Carnelosi, right? Um, yeah, um, I, th I think she 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 pro probably wins. Close decision, dude. Can be split again. We, you know, Maya's always in these close decisions, you know, and uh, she's always competitive. She will also be competitive with Casey O'Neill, man. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Maya pulls it off, but my I think I'm going with Casey with decision, but definitely not a finish. Picking Casey O'Neill too because of the upside, right? She's so much younger. Um, what's the age difference? It is nine years. And the thing is, how come she's back from that that's, injury? Well, that that's something that worries me a little bit. I'm not going to lie mm -hmm. because I think Same. she blew her ace, tore ACL or something. Yeah, Mio, right. And now she's back a year later. That's a little surprising. Um, not even a year later. Not even a year. She's back quicker than I thought, basically. That's what I was trying to say. But, I mean, she's looked good, right? She's undefeated. I agree. That's a great wins in the UFC. You know, kind of rely on the ground game, though. That's the problem that I have here. And Maya, you know, not great takedown defense if you look at the number, 55%. But, like, if you watch her fight, like, it doesn't seem that bad, I'll be honest. Like, so I think Casey can get her down and grind her out a little bit here. But on the feet, it's interesting, you know, because – I, I thought she did beat um, Roxanne in the last fight, but, you know, it was competitive. She get marked up a little bit in that fight, too. So, By the way, know, if Maya keeps it standing, Marcelo, it could be an interesting fight. You know, it could be, like, one of those – and it's not like we haven't seen this happen. Like, look at Macy Barber. Like, she had some losses against veterans. And now she's, you know, doing really well again, right? So, like, it happens to young fighters. Especially, the other thing is that women's weight classes, are there seems to be a lot of, like, upsets that we don't see coming sometimes. So, I don't know. I'm picking Casey O'Neill still. That's my pick by decision. But I do think it's a, a potential upset spot, and I think there's a comment. Yeah, I have uh, to first. I have to correct myself. I sure. said Carnelosi. I mean Lara Procopio. Yeah, yeah. My Rui Sarah. My has experience. Hips strong and striking's crisp. On the opening down all three rounds, I have my doubts. I kind of agree with that. You know, I think she wins, but you're right. It's going to be like an interesting fight. Uh, Vittori's first fight since he moved to Extreme Couture. Uh, is it? Do you know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not sure. Uh, Maya will upset possibly. We're going to say you're the same. Yeah, the thing is, like, I think many people want Casey O'Neill to win, and that's why they convinced themselves that it will yeah. be an easy fight, but it won't be, man. This is a close fight, you know? I, I agree. I mean, the odds aren't crazy either. It's like minus 185, so it's not like it's minus 500 like some of the other fights, right? Yeah. Um, prediction of MMA Guru versus Terrence McKinney. I mean, Terrence McKinney, obviously, another fight. That's funny. I don't know if they're in the same weight class, though. Marcus thinks it's minus live dog. I kind of agree. kind of agree. Yeah. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got the welterweights. Um, Gunnar Nelson taking on Brian Bama and Barbarina. Gunnar Nelson, another big favorite here, minus 400, plus 310 on Brian Barbarina. You know, Marcel, I really like Brian Barbarina. I know you do too, but like, I just think it's not a good fight for him, man. You know, we just saw him fight, uh, what's his name? Uh, RDA and get taken down and submitted, you know, and, and I feel like the same thing happens here. Um, I know Gunnar, he, he didn't look that good against Takashi Sato, but it was his first fight in like three years. I kind of feel like he was extending the fight to, you know, he didn't really go for the finish that much. I think he could have went for it. It's almost like he wanted to get some 50 minutes of time just because he hasn't fought in so long. You know, I, you kind of forget Gunner because he hasn't fought in so long, but like the two losses he had before his break were against Gilbert Burns and Leon Edwards, which by the way, was a super close fight when he fought Leon. Super close. He's still a good fighter, man. We know his ground game is great and we know his striking. He's got that interesting karate style, right? So he's a capable fighter. Brian Barrina is the better striker, I think, still because he's the more effective striker in MMA with the power and the volume. And I think if the fight stays standing, he absolutely is a live dog here, but I, I think the takedown defense is going to fail him. It's 55%, 54%, excuse me. Saw him get submitted in the last fight. We've seen him get submitted before. I think he gets tapped out here, Marcel. I think uh, Gunnar Nelson by submission. That's my pick. What do you think? Yeah, I fucking hate it, dude, but I feel the same way. You know, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm good with Bam Bam, and he's a good dude, you know, yeah. but uh, that's just a very unfavorable matchup for him. Um, Gunnar's going to shoot for takedowns, going to take him down, and... Um, Probably submits him. I think probably early. So um, yeah. yeah, I'm also on Gunner here. Yeah, I don't like the. I don't really like the match with Brian. And he took it on short notice. Yeah, right? who's who's supposed to fight? Dan Rodriguez. Dan Rodriguez. See, I think yeah. that fight. That fight I might have picked D Rod because I feel like he's more capable of keeping the fight standing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then he would have just completely volume him. Actually, I wouldn't mind seeing D-Rod and Barbarina fight at some point. Just yeah, that would be fun. Fight. That'd be a good one. Maybe if he loses, uh, which he should, <laughs> they could do that match. All right, two more fights left, guys. We'll go to the co-main event now. And, man, this is a banger of a fight. Um, two of my favorites here, Marcel, in the lightweight division. we got Justin Gaethje taking on Rafael Fiziev. And right now, odds, Fiziev, minus 225, Justin Gaethje, plus 180. Marcel, go ahead, give me your pick. This is going to be a great fight, and there's not going to be a finish in this one. Um, I don't think either guy are going to finish each other. Um, I think Justin Gaethje uh, got some crazy um, durability with his chin. I know he, he can be hit, but he is, uh, he's so durable, you know, and uh, he's always in these crazy fight of the year candidates, uh, fight of the month, fight of the whatever. He's always in it. Rafael Fiziev, uh, he started bad in the UFC, right, against Magomed Mustafaev. And after that, he looked great. You know, he stopped uh, Brad Riddell. Um, and they stopped Rafael Dos Anjos in the fifth round in this last fight. Um, I'm really high on Fiziev, man. I think Fiziev wins the fight. But it's got to be a decision win for Fiziev, in my opinion. So uh, I got Rafael Fiziev for a decision. Okay. I, I think Fiziev wins too. But I think he knocks him out. I think he's going to finish Gaethje. Yeah. Because. Marcel, I just think the damage is really accumulated with this guy. And I love Justin Gage. He's one of my favorite all-time fighters. But the amount of damage he's taken is just ridiculous. And, like, a human being can only take as much damage. And you saw in the last fight with, with Oliveira that's dropped by Oliveira. Um, that's not a good sign, I don't think, going forward. Um, Fiziev, you know, like, like we talked about before, beating RDA is big. But the fact he knocked him out in the fifth round was just, to me, next level. And it shows mm-hmm. you, like, how dangerous this guy is. And same with the Riddell fight, knocks him out in the third round, right? Like, again, cruising decision knocks him out. Dude is dude is really good. Um, I think he's just he's right there for a title shot. He's not far away at this point. He needs this win. He'll get this win. I, I'm confident he wins this fight. Um, love Gaethje. I just don't like the matchup for him. And he, to me, he's beatable. Um, he, his striking defense is, is he's a he he ah, man. He eats seven point eight five strikes per minute, guys. Like that's a lot of strikes to be eating. Um, Fiziev, you know, dishes out four point eight one. Like uh, and. You know, Fiziev has good good head movement, man. Right? Got some of the better striking defense. Remember that fight was it with DKAC with that crazy like Matrix movie did with the dent in his neck back? Got a good mm-hmm. head movement. I don't like I know he got knocked out on his debut, but if you watch that fight, he had his guard up and the guy knocked Musta five. He knocked him out with a spinning back and through the guard, which is just a crazy kick. He had his arms up, he had his hands in the right place, just got knocked out. Um I think the guy's good. He wins this fight, Marcel. I really like him here. I really like him here. Get some comments here. Uh, Fiziev knocks out Gaethje. I, I think so. Gaethje's chin probably broken down. After Charles, I mean, it's not just the Charles fights, the Eddie Alvarez fight. It's the fight with uh, Dustin Poirier. I mean, there's been so many wars, guys. Think any chance Justin uses grappling uh, versus Fiziev? No. And, and here's the other thing Fiziev has some of the better takedown defense in the UFC. Yeah. 92%. Like, he's almost impossible to take down. It, it's, it's possible, but it's hard to. It's very hard to get him down. He has very good takedown defense. Justin, he does have that wrestling background. He's never used it once. What has he ever used it? <laughs> yeah, has. I can't remember. I can't remember. No, no, no. no. Gracie's tough. Fight will be stopped. Same with him and Poirier. I think so. No chance Gage wrestles. He's like asking a cat to bark. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. It should be the game plan, but there's no way he will. I, I just don't think so. See, Fizio, do you think, think Alvarez did Gagey? I think so, too. At the time, I mean, that was an upset, right? But looking back now, I mean, Alvarez, you know, is a very good striker. And again, Gagey's chin is – his striking defense is not good. RJ couldn't take him down. He was in deep double. Like he apparently he took him down twice according to the stats. I'm looking at it right now. But even with the, he went two for sixteen. You know, like that's good takedown defense in a five round fight. All right, Marcel, we get to the main event here, man. Finally, we got Leon Edwards taking on Kamaru Usman in the trilogy, and uh, it's interesting, right? Because we saw what happened last summer with the rematch, and Usman's winning the whole fight for the most part. First round went to Leon. Next three to Usman. He's about to win decision. Gets blasted with a head kick. One of the best upsets of all time. One of the best knockouts of all time. But even despite that, he's still favored to win the rematch. The trilogy, excuse me, minus 245, plus 205 on Leon Edwards. You know, Marcel, it's just like we've seen these guys fight twice now, right? We saw the first fight was a competitive fight, but we saw Usman win. Then we saw the rematch eight years or seven years later. We saw Usman control most of the fight, went a minute away, and then, you know, loses his focus and, and, and Edwards capitalized. And it was an amazing knockout. I just don't really see it happening again, you know? Like, Despite the odds being lopsided again and, and Leon Edwards getting the hometown fight, man, I just I just don't know how much his takedown defense can improve in the last six, seven months. Like I just don't I don't think it can get to the point where he's stopping the takedowns consistently. Usman might be on a bit of a decline, it's possible, but 
I think he'll win this fight. I think he'll win the trilogy, get his belt back. I think he wins a decision. What do you think? For me, it only depends on how does Usman come back from such a brutal knockout, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he comes back like the old Usman, the IHC and winning, uh, there was no doubt, honestly, in my mind. Uh, besides that, why Usman would not win, you know? Um, I think Usman is overall the better fighter, in my opinion. I know many, maybe many people don't agree, but uh, and the home advantage, I don't really believe in it. So, uh, for me, Usman decision gets his belt back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm with you. So, we have the same pick here, man. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I really like Edwards. I just I don't love this fight for him. You know, I, I never really liked it for him. And Yeah. I mean, he did win last time, but he was losing most of the fight. So, RDA could – or, sorry, that was wrong. What's up, Beardshaw? How's it going, man? Uh, I think Edwards wins by body kick. Oh, that's interesting. We should have keep in mind they were fighting altitude last time. I think it affected Edwards more than Usman since Usman's used to it. Possibly, yeah. Leon's affected by the altitude. Leon's a lot. Hmm. Who's who is the better one shot power, Fizz or Justin? Good question. That's a really, really good question in my opinion. Um, that's tough. That's tough. Because like, Gaethje's shown some good knockouts, right? Like Vic, um, Barboza, and Cerrone knocked those guys up, but they're also like. You know, chinny guys, aging guys, um, wasn't able to put out Chandler. He didn't dock him down. Fizzy, I put out RDA with that one punch, man. That's fucking impressive to me. That's a tough one, man. That's a good, it's a really good question. And they also put out McCannia with one punch, too. No, his chin's not great either, I guess, but uh, I don't know. I think it's close, but I just think Fizzy has the better overall striker. That's why I'm picking him, I guess. Who, who would you pick if you had, like better, more one punch power? I don't know, dude. Difficult question. I have no idea. Really good question. Really Can good we question. say Justin has the better uh, strikes and Fiziev has the better kicks? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can't dodge the question here. I don't know. I really don't know. Who's your favorite underdog on the card? Asked Marcus. <clears throat> we picked... Uh, okay, so let's go through the card one more time. We both had Chris Duncan as an underdog. Chris Duncan, not Christian. Chris Duncan. Both picked him as a dog, plus 100. Another dog I picked was uh, Luana Carolina, and I picked... Who was the other one that was World War? Oh, Yanel Ash was. That's so I picked three. Did you pick any other dogs or just the one? Mm, did I? Yeah, just the one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, it's, I the know. thing is, like, I, I do think Chris Donkey can win. He won't be picked. But I, I also feel like Marcel, there's going to be some other upsets. And there's going to be some ones we don't see coming, <laughs> you know? So yeah, there always is, right? There, we talked about it. We're not going to go, we're not going to go 50, you know? As much as I want to say we are Marcel, we're not. So there's going to be a few fights here where it's like, wow, you know? Who would you say has upset potential? I guess that's a good question. Like, you think Jennifer Maya? That was one um, upset potential. Jennifer Maya for sure. Upset potential. Um, yeah, for sure. Upset potential. I would say like your Yonel Ashmos has upset potential. Chris Duncan, obviously. Um, even Gabriel Santos have upset potential. I think. Um, you like Luana and, potentially? And Joy Herbert as well. Sorry, Luana Carolina or no? Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, that, that's a, that's a toss up for me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there, there's some options, Marcus. I mean, I think a lot of the big chalk wins, but there will be a few upsets. <clears throat> One of lose, I think Usman retires. Maybe more fight super fight with Chimaev. Maybe. I, I don't think he's got many fights left either. If Usman comes, comes back sharp, does he get lazy? Should be a clear decision. I completely agree with this guy. This guy keeps reading my mind, man. Like Marcel, he was about to win that fight. Gets up, he's like, all right, I'll just cruise to a win. And what are you thinking? Like mm-hmm. going against the striker, the guy where was a mistake. Gaethje's definitely more volume power. I agree with that too. Personally, I think Gaethje's more striking power. Fizio is more technical. I agree with that too. I think Justin and Justin too is the fight should have made. I would have liked that fight, but they really the thing is like they have to start using these guys that were like um, former contenders as uh, you know a springboard for these new guys to, to make a rise. Um, and you know Fiziev deserved this chance to fight a high rank guy. He really deserved it. Mm-hmm. Usman is no spring chicken. Thirty six. I agree with that too. But I still think he's good. I just don't know how. You're right. I mean, I think he wins this fight, but after that, I don't know. Because if he fights, you know, Hamzat, that's a hard fight. If he fights Shavkat, that's a fucking hard fight, you know? And mm. even this fight's going to be hard. This is a hard, it's not an easy fight. I just think he wins. Does Trayshawn Gore have that potential? No, I think Trayshawn gets destroyed by Bo Nickel, I think. But uh, Hardy selling Miller could be an upset. He's, he's done it against Viana. Yeah, I mean, it would be an upset for sure. It'd be a big upset. I just don't see it happening. All right. Um, you guys have any last second questions? We'll take them before we get out of here, but. 
Oh, we went for two hours of ourselves. Excuse me. This whole time change is gonna be so screwed up, man. <laughs> right now it's it's actually six o'clock, but it's it's seven and it feels like really I don't know, it feels like a weird time right now. We had the daylight savings time. Because yesterday I got up and we can get up in the dark. And yesterday I got up and it was like light outside. I was like, what the fuck? It was weird. This the wall the tail shot. <laughs> we talk about this in James's Discord all the time. The wall's not a very popular guy in the Discord, I'll tell you that, Marcel. Um the law might get the title shot, I guess. I, I would rather see Hamza and, and Usman, though, wouldn't you? Same, yeah. But does he, Hamza even make 170? I don't know. I don't know either. I, yeah. Who'd you rather see fight for the belt, Bilal or, or Shafkat? Shafkat. Same. Who do you want to see Bilal fight? Like, I don't even really care about the guy that much, but like, I guess Cole. I, get, I give him Shafkat. You give him Shafkat? Yeah. He could fight Gilbert Burns, too, couldn't he? Burns, if he beats Jorge. Actually, that's a long time to wait. I mean, Bilal's got to get a fight soon, man. He, has, he hasn't fought since last, what was it, the uh, Islam card, right, with mm -hmm. Charles? You have guys in that card fighting on this weekend's card. He's got to get back in the cage. No backup fighter. I don't think so. Is there a backup? Yeah, Colby. You're joking. No. Yeah, of course I'm joking. <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> I don't think so, Glenn. I mean, I, I haven't heard of one, so... Anyways, anything else, Marcel? You're good. I'm good, man. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. That was fun. <laughs> uh, Twitter, at uh, MMAdam Martin for me. Marcel, Big Marcel 24. Twitter, Instagram. Always follow Marcel for the fight news. You broke a fight today. What was the fight you broke again, Marcel? Just... Um, yeah, Alex Alex Caceres is out. And uh, Nate Lanter is now fighting Austin Lingo on San Antonio car. There you go. Marcel's got a breaking news there for that. It's in two weeks. That's actually the end of the month. That's the very saying, Kurt. Um, I got my bookies bets, bets coming out tomorrow. Last week was a bad week, I guess. The one of the fights got canceled, and the other two were big upsets. So it happens. I've been doing good the last like couple of months. So I expected a, a week to be off. I just was not hoping it was last week, but it is what it is. Hopefully this week bounces back. I already got the three picks that I like on this one. Um, so check that out. MiamiNews.com got a bunch of news coming articles already out there. So check that out. And then MAAlsbury.com for the podcast. And then, of course, you guys can find the show on YouTube. Where else can you find it? Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find a podcast, Anchor. And uh, we appreciate any, like likes or shares or whatever you guys can do to help grow the show. But uh, regardless, you know, it was always fun, Marcel, to do this with you. So we're going to get out of here, guys. Um, is that the pee bottle? Is it? It looks like a dick kind of too, actually. <laughs> it's kind of shaped like one. Look at the little like end of it. That's Marcel's piss bottle, right? It looks like it. <laughs> oh my god he finally brought it to you that's what i was thinking because like i was like man you've been a long time without taking a piss you probably you probably did at one point guys we just didn't see like i just prayed i just prayed on the ground a little bit you know when you hear me talking and marcel goes on mute that's when you know he's taking a, a leak um thanks michael and jamie what's up jamie how's it going man long time uh, most of this last question belong colby i mean it's a fight that makes sense but yeah. what happened i don't know all right, Marcel, I think that's good. I mean, I don't see any other questions, so I think we'll get out of here. Uh, hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the fights, and talk to you guys soon. Peace. Shoo!